World View Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. Well, the situation, of course, in Gaza. It appears now a large number of Palestinians have been killed in a huge Israeli airstrike on a target that appears to have been underneath or perhaps inside the Jabalia refugee camp. Palestinians say a large number of people, including children, have been killed. Hospital officials say that people have been killed or badly wounded. They're battling to treat those. Israel says it was able to use the strike to kill what it describes as a top Hamas commander. Hamas has denied that. Meanwhile, the U.S. still appears to be the dominant Western power involved in this. It's backing Israel. But other big powers, such as China or Russia, may also have certain interests in this conflict. Roland Henwood is a political scientist and commentator at the University of Pretoria. Roland, good morning. Roland Hen- All right. Uh, unfortunately, that line just uh, dropping a moment ago. Uh, we'll try and get Roland Henwood back uh, for you just to continue the uh, conversation that we've been having around the situation in the Middle East and, of course, uh, around what it is that uh, would bring any kind of resolution to this. I think Roland Henwood there with us. Now, Roland, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Um, we've seen China becoming more involved over the years in the Middle East. It played a big role, it seems, in improving relations between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Does it say very much about this conflict? Of course, its great rival, the United States, is very involved. Yeah, there are two interpretations of what China is doing. The one is to build its own image in the region and strengthening its own relationships. And one of the key issues, of course, are economics. China has a very strong relationship with Israel, but they also very de- have become probably the biggest importer of Middle Eastern oil. So, so there are vested interests for China. The other interpretation is that politically it's actually taken quite a low um, level approach into the region. It hasn't been involved in any controversies, building relationships with everyone, but not at a very high level. And, and that seems to be what some in the U.S. is hoping on, that China can maybe become what is called an honest broker in the process. Um, but China has always sympathized with, with the Palestinian cause. Um, that, that is one of the issues in, in the approach to the Middle East, but not at all where it offended anyone else or alienated anyone else. Um, There's some other complexities. I mean, China will often claim that it's fighting terrorism and it's fighting terrorism and as a result can sort of do whatever it wants to the Uyghur people who are also of the Islamic faith. Um, And there's been quite a lot of criticism for that. And yet, as you point out, of course, it does stand with the Palestinians rather than the Israelis. And as far as I know, hasn't actually condemned the Hamas attacks that started this phase of the conflict, hasn't uh, condemned the Hamas attacks which started this phase of the conflict. No, they haven't condemned the attacks. They've actually been quiet on what has been happening, um, except for calling for uh, ceasefire and also saying that what Israel is doing is going beyond the scope of self-defense. Um, and, and this is part of the difficulty with Chinese foreign policy. Um, in principle, the idea of sovereignty and non-interference and self-protection, and all of these are key tenets of Chinese foreign policy. But when you start engaging in the real world, of course, it's not that simple because then you have to start making choices. And it's difficult for China in that the, the, the Middle East is not a unified environment. So it's not a question of if you engaging with the Middle East, you have one basic set of principles. You have a very diverse and very divided region. And the question here is what is in the interest of China itself? And that counts more than what is in the interest of others from a Chinese perspective. The 
lastly also is that there are so many contradictions and and you've rightfully pointed out one of them the way china treats a religious minority in the country and very little condemnation from most of the muslim world in this but a very action to other related issues or similar issues and that of course makes it difficult for a country such as china that it could very easily be pointed out as being um, dishonest and hypocritical and that makes it difficult i think what will be a key indicator is what happens when chinese officials meet in washington this week and the expected meeting between the two presidents biden and xi later this month and then very quickly, I mean, some claims in the Western media, maybe just some fears in the Western media, that China could use this moment to increase pressure on Taiwan. The argument goes the U.S. is preoccupied with Ukraine and with this conflict in the Middle East. I mean, would China want it? Would this be the moment for China to do that? It's unlikely. The risks are way too high. I think one aspect that must not be underestimated is the potential for increased instability that runs out of control. Um, what would probably be a better approach and more in line with what we know from China is that they will use this to put pressure on Washington and to undermine, further undermine the idea of the U.S. as a stabilizing factor and a leader in the world, but rather paint it as somebody that causes conflict and mayhem wherever it goes. Roland Henwood, thank you very much as always from the University of Pretoria.